From COK Studios in Melissa Block's carport, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the increased scrutiny facing Hillary Clinton ahead of her 2016 presidential bid. We'll also consider some music geared toward our feline friends in our music series, Consider the Sound. And we'll consider how Mama keeps whites bright like the sunlight. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, committed to making the world a better place by giving out a ton of money. Literally, a metric ton. And the Swear Jar, collecting money for people with foul f***ing mouths one quarter at a time. Visit WatchYourFingMouth.com for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. In the past week, there's been increased scrutiny on Hillary Clinton as she prepares for her 2016 presidential run. The Clinton Foundation's decision to accept donations from foreign governments, as well as Mrs. Clinton's use of a non-government-issued email address while she was Secretary of State, are the two main things being questioned by critics. While the press has been eager to discuss these PR issues, the Clintons have steered clear of the recent controversies, instead focusing on issues like the Affordable Care Act, Saturday's 50-year anniversary of the March in Selma, Alabama, and Mrs. Clinton's work promoting equal rights for women. The scrutiny facing the Clintons will only get more intense if Mrs. Clinton becomes the Democratic nominee for president. In order to get their affairs in order, the Clintons have selected Donna Shalala, Bill Clinton's former Secretary of Health and Human Services, as the next CEO of their foundation. It was just one in a series of calculated moves by a family that is clearly prepping for a 2016 campaign. I was granted an exclusive interview with both President and Mrs. Clinton while they were at a Clinton Foundation event in Coral Gables, Florida. President and Mrs. Clinton, thank you for taking the time today. It's my pleasure. Hey. I just want to first say how impressed I was with the plans you outlined here in Florida for the Clinton Global Initiative. Yes, we're very proud of the work our foundation is doing. It's gratifying to know that our legacy as a family isn't a purely political one. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Obviously, there's been some controversy over your foundation's acceptance of money from foreign governments, specifically Middle Eastern countries that have questionable human rights records. What do you have to say about that? It's true we have accepted donations from Saudi Arabia and the UAE, but they were joining us in our fight against ISIS. You don't see that as a conflict of interest, given that you were Secretary of State at the time of some of these foreign donations? Not at all. Look, everyone just needs to relax. Hillary's name may be on the foundation, but it's all me. Bubba is making the decisions. Was it smart to take their money? I don't know. But if a Saudi prince drove a dump truck full of cash up to your door, would you have the heart to tell him to go back to his sandcastle? I sure didn't. I suppose not. What about these allegations concerning your use of a personal email account while you were at the State Department? That's gotten blown out of proportion. The record-keeping isn't an issue because I have turned over all of my emails to the government, and it isn't like the Obama administration or any of our intelligence agencies weren't aware of my Hotmail account. I think there are much more important issues we should be focusing on, frankly. 
Isn't there just going to be more scrutiny like this if you get the Democratic nomination for president in 2016? I'm sure there will be, but I have nothing to hide. Let me just lay this out there. Hillary is as straight as a grizzly's dick. I can tell you unequivocally that she's clean. If I were running for president, it'd be a huge mess, but she's got a skeleton-free closet. Thank you, Bill. I mean, you don't want to know the kind of shenanigans I've been up to since I left office, but it doesn't matter because Hillary is the one running, and she is absolutely beyond reproach. While I was off smoking peyote with Al Gore and some comely organic farmers who plant their vegetables topless, Hillary was diligently working for the American people. Quaint. And when I was playing golf in Abu Dhabi with George Clooney and Tom Hanks, spending foundation money on expensive live-action pornography, Hillary was writing and rewriting the chapters of her best-selling book, Hard Choices. As I was saying, I have nothing to hide. uh, Your family is certainly no stranger to the kind of intense probing that comes with this kind of campaign. That's right. We're very used to it. Oh man, are we? Honestly, though, nothing you'll find on Hillary is anywhere near as bad as the stuff I've done. I mean, there is some dark, dark stuff that's never been unearthed about me. But the best thing is that Hillary had nothing to do with it. She's been great at keeping things together. Chelsea, too. Seriously, you do not want to hear about the time Warren Christopher and George Stephanopoulos took me to one of those Tijuana donkey shows. Oh, man, I ate the worm on that trip. Sorry, babe, but this is making you look good by comparison. Isn't that right, Cordell? Uh, indeed. See, plus, I can do no wrong. I could take my pants off and start reading Penthouse Forum letters right now if I wanted to. America loves me no matter what. Believe me, I know. That's the spirit, sweetie. Mr. and Mrs. Clinton, thank you for the time, and good luck with the campaign. Thank you. Stick around after this, and I'll tell you a story that'll make Benghazi look like a church picnic. For COK News, I'm Cordell Nutbrock in Florida. Now we turn to music. Our friends over at Weekend Edition did a story on composer and University of Maryland professor David Tai. He recently teamed up with researchers to create a piece of music designed specifically for cats. The piece, called Spook's Ditty, has layers of high-pitched harp notes played at 23 per second, which is the rate of a common cat's purr. Tai is hardly the first to create music for our feline friends, however. Chairman Meow's feline chorus has been churning out cat-friendly records for decades. I sat down with Chairman Meow himself, Herb Lippmann, to discuss his career in this installment of our Consider the Sound series. It's not often that you hear 15 to 20 grown men and women trying to sound like cats, but that's what Herb Lippmann, a.k.a. Chairman Meow, has been doing since the 1970s. I was a choral director by trade, and my wife Dana and I are huge cat lovers, so one day I thought, why not combine my two passions? Herb formed an early incarnation of his cat choir in 1972 and recorded his first single, Meowed Night Trained Georgia. Our choir is just a bunch of cat lovers like us who love to sing. We love performing together, and we love sharing our music with our cats. Some people think we're strange, but I don't care. Our cats love the music. It's like catnip for their ears. 
Herb has cranked out 16 albums of feline-friendly tunes over the past 35 years, including Meow Money, Meow Problems, Meowgical Mystery Tour, Cat Out of Hell, and Call Me Meowby. We've done every genre. Pop, hip-hop, ska, classical, punk, soul, and heavy metal. We even did an album with an African cat choir, Ladysmith Black Cat Meowbazo. Now, Herb, you've got a new album coming out soon. That's right. It's a collection of some of the choir's favorite songs. Kind of a best-of collection. Meow, that's what I call music. Let's hear a track from it. Okay, this one is from 2001, A Space Odyssey. It was originally on our 1992 album, It's All Coming Back to Me Meow. That was great. The cats love that one. Our Manx Boots just goes crazy on his scratching post when he hears it. I'll bet. Now, is there one more song you'd like to share before we go? Sure. This one is one of my friend Roxy's favorites. Roxy is a cute little tabby who really likes the upbeat stuff. This is Simon and Garfunkel's classic, Feline Groovy. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Herb, thank you for the time today. I was perfectly happy to do it. Chairman Meow's Feline Chorus will be touring this spring and summer promoting their new album. This has been Consider the Sound. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you would like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. The podcast can be downloaded at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge and help out the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website and click the Support COK button. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. I come to watch your flowers growing. Ain't you got no rhymes for me? We've done every genre. Pop, hip-hop, ska, classical, punk. Why did I say classical? Like that? <laughs> classical!
喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵